Good old Hosea Ballou. He really took his lesson from his father and ran with it. He blew that up to a universal size. The universalists that he grew up meeting were very focused on the issue of life after death and what happens, and their universalism was their theology of life after death. But Baloo, Baloo took that all-encompassing universal love and started to preach a universalism more earthly. There's a story that goes, uh, Hosea and a Baptist minister friend were riding horseback through the woods, traveling through the New Hampshire hills, and they were arguing about theology as they went on their way, as ministers are wont to do sometimes. And at one point, the Baptist minister looks over at Hosea and says, Brother Ballou, if I were a universalist and feared not the fires of hell, I could hit you over the head, steal your horse and saddle, and ride away, and I would still go to heaven. And Hosea Ballou looked over at his friend and said, If you were a universalist, if you believed as I did, The idea would never even occur to you. The universal love that Hosea Ballou came to understand is still the inheritance we have today, a big love at the center that we are not reflecting back on the source in any sort of praise, but we are letting ourselves be the hands, letting it flow out into the earth, being agents of that love. The universalists who followed Baloo found themselves free enough from worrying about what came next that they were able to focus on the here and now and build a heaven on earth. And that's what they were called to do. And to some extent, that is still the call that we have as Unitarian Universalists today. We are paying forward some kind of love. Some of us may be uncertain of what that source of love is. Some of us might mythologize it in a cutesy way like I've been doing for the last few years. But it's what we're called to do today. Take that love and build something better on earth, here and now. Somehow, in all of our finiteness and all of our fallibility, try to recreate on earth a picture of something that is so infinite, it's hard to grasp in its entirety. And that infinite that we are building, the infinite we are trying to return to, is that great heart love, that big universal love. And if it sounds like I've preached this sermon before, I probably have. Really, this is the sermon. This is the one sermon. This is all I've got, friends. It's all about love. And I I know 
Maybe it gets old after a while. There's this linguistic concept called semantic satiation, where if you say a word over and over again often enough, it loses all meaning. I know we're in danger of making that word lose all meaning, which ironically means that we need to keep talking about the word and, and defining it and giving images of what it means and examples of how people have lived This is the one sermon. So what is this love, this big love? I've had plenty of my own words to say about it over the years, but I thought I would give you a few examples from some other thinkers, trying to give you a grasp of just how big and just how universal and just how unlimited this love is. Eric Fromm, the German psychologist and philosopher, had this to say. Love is not primarily a relationship to a specific person. And we're entering the Valentine season, I know, and that's going to be all the focus we have on love right now. We're going to romanticize the heck out of it. But love is not primarily a relationship to a specific person. It is, he says, an attitude an orientation of character which determines the relatedness of a person to the world as a whole, not toward one object of love. If a person loves only one other person and is indifferent to the rest of his fellow human beings, his love is not love, but a symbiotic attachment, an enlarged egotism. Taking that attitude and orientation further, M. Scott Peck and the American psychiatrist in his book, The Road Less Traveled, says love is an act of will. Namely, it is both an intention and an action. And will also implies a choice. We do not have to love. Nobody can make us, really. We choose to love, he says. And then finally this from James Baldwin. The longer I live, the more deeply I learn that love, whether we call it friendship or family or romance, love is the work of mirroring and magnifying each other's light, gentle work, steadfast work, life-saving work in those moments when life and shame and sorrow occlude our own light from our view. But there is still a clear-eyed, loving person to beam it back at us. And in our best moments, we are that person for another, an orientation, an act of will, a choice, a choice to mirror and magnify the light that we see in others and that we can find within ourselves.
and it's that choice that matters. If love is indeed unlimited, it is because of the way we are choosing and choosing again over and over to have that attitude of love, to have that attitude spread out over all that we know and encounter rather than just a single focused act towards one person or one thing. It is a wide angle focus, drawing in all that it can. And it is that focus that puts love at the center of all we do as Unitarian Universalists. All of our values, everything we strive for, comes from that place of big, universal love that we have chosen to act as the hands of in the world. Which is why it is reflected in the proposed revision to our principles and purpose. It is why we have named love at the center of all of our values. This image was created after the first draft of the revision came out, and it is a lovely visual representation of what it is we're actually all about, that big-hearted love at the center and all of our values flowing out and back in. So we are always coming back to love to replenish and restore and do the work that it calls us to do. My colleague, the Reverend Tess Baumberger, writes, this love that sits at the center of this image is not sentimental or romantic. It is the love we grow in our communities together, a deep and abiding love that affirms our worth no matter what we do or do not achieve or believe. This love is a belief in ourselves and in one another that nothing can rip apart. This love affirms our interdependence. It is a love that says we all deserve to be loved, whether we have been hurt or have hurt others. For some of us, the love at the center of this image includes a divine love that holds us tenderly and tightly. It is a fierce, and protective and liberating love. It is a love calling us back to what Baloo was trying to get at all those centuries ago now. A love so big that all we can do with it is try to build it in some semblance of its infinitude on earth. We are trying to return to that call. Our theme for this month in Soul Matters is the gift of liberating love. And our themes this year are all pointed at the values as they are set up here on the screen. Love right at the center. Here we are, halfway through the church year. So let's talk about the thing that anchors it all together. You notice they said the gift of liberating love. Because that's indeed what it did for the universalists of Hosea Ballou. It freed them from the fear of what came next so that they could focus on the here and now. 
the liberation that comes from our love is a product of all of our expressions. These are all our Unitarian Universalist love languages here. The work for justice, the work for equity, our interdependence, our pluralism, all of that are the love languages of our faith. It is the product of our expression and it is liberating because it frees our own selves. Our choice to love frees us to do the work of justice and equity and interdependence, much as the early universalists were free to focus here and now. And it's unlimited because we are doing that in community with one another. None of us is on the hook for fixing the whole thing. Choosing to love can be exhausting sometimes, depending on what you are trying to love in the moment. And sometimes somebody else can just pick that work up for us when we need a break, when we need to loop back into that renewing and restoring sense of love that we draw our strength from. And it is liberating in the sense that James Baldwin writes to know that we are loved even when we cannot see it and know that we are the one who is that source of mirror and magnification for somebody else. Ultimately, that big universal love, that unlimited Love is a chance to be who we are to our fullest and to allow others to be as they know themselves. Angel Kyoto Williams is an American Zen priest and the second black woman recognized as a teacher in the full Zen lineage. A few years ago, she did an interview with Krista Tippett in On Being, and in talking on the topic of love, she had this to say, and this is the one that got me this week. The way I think of love most often these days is that love is space. It is developing our own capacity for spaciousness within ourselves to allow others to be as they are. That is love. And that doesn't mean that we don't have hopes or wishes that things changed or shifted, but that to come from a place of love is to be in acceptance of what is even in the face of moving it towards something that is more whole, more just, more spacious for all of us. It is bigness. It's allowance. It's flexibility. And I wrote in highlighter across the whole paragraph, infinite. And it hit me 
here we are in our fititude and our fallibility trying to build some image of an infinite love that we really can't grasp completely. And if we're going to do it, the closest we get to it is in allowing ourselves to develop that capacity for spaciousness, for who we are, for who others are, for the ability to let one another be. And in that facet, that love is not just unlimited. It is how we practice an unconditional love with the wide focus and the spaciousness in our hearts and souls to let the whole world just be. This is who we are called to be. We are being called back to the good old Hosea Ballou universal love, wherever that source may be for you. We are called to be people of the great heart. We are called to be the people who put love at the center of everything we do. Unconditional, universal, unlimited. Maybe so.